My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Do you remember, my friends, when, I know you remember this because we talked about this and played the sound bites and so forth. This was prior to the election. Joseph Biden went on, uh, what's that, is it Breakfast Club with Charlemagne, the God? <laughs> the stupidest, stupidest, I get entertained just by that. Uh, anyway, Charlemagne, the God was interviewing Biden. And at the end of that interview, Biden literally told Charlemagne that if you vote for Trump instead of him, you're not black. Remember this? I know you remember this. You ain't black. There's Biden telling people they're not black. I'm reminded also of the time that Biden, this was when Obama was running. Uh, and, and Biden ran for president that time as well. Biden was out there talking about the uh, Indian American, not not Native American, Indian from India American and the growing Indian American population. And he literally told, who I don't even know who he was talking to, some reporter, I don't know, but stupid stuff. I mean, he said, you can't walk into a 7-Eleven without an Indian accent. This is what he said. I'm not, look, I'm just telling you what the guy said. And he said, not kidding, not joking or something like that. You know how he does this. But Biden yesterday, Biden yesterday was um, doing some Veterans Day honors. And I don't know, he got on the topic of of, uh, Satchel Paige, who's a baseball player uh, from the 1940s. A black baseball player. Remember, that's, I mean, of course, the racial history and the divides and all these sorts of things. Well, I think Biden's out there saying, I'll play you the soundbite. If you played baseball in the 1940s and had dark skin, this I'm. This is what Biden said. These are not my words. I'm just telling you because he said, effectively, you ain't black, just like he told Charlemagne the God. He called him Negro. I, I just... It is just remarkable to me to watch, and and this is not surprising, 
it is totally Biden's a train wreck. By the way, welcome to the program. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. You can email thoughts, questions, feedback. Adoration and praise will also be accepted there. But this is, I, I just, again, I don't want to go to this too often, but just imagine if Trump did this. I can't imagine the explosion that would happen. And I'm not, I just said it to make fun at the stupid comments and the double standards of Joseph R. Biden, how many times this guy has to say things that truly um, are not racially sensitive at best, maybe outright racist. In fact, you go back into the 1980s and you'll find comments that were (laughs) patently racist that were made by Joseph Biden. We're supposed to believe, however, that he is he's a democrat he's a liberal he's working with the radical left and he you know he loves all people i mean that's what it means to be democrat he's had a past that we just ignore he's been in dc for half a century doesn't matter has never accomplished i mean anything like you, you could say he's been there and passed legislation but let me ask you this the the guy runs or he ran to whatever degree he campaigned with all these folks that run basically say you need me to come in to fix these problems. But if you've been here for half a century and still can't create any noticeable difference, then I'm sorry, you're probably, no, 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 not probably, you are actually part of the problem. In fact, you might be the poster child of the problem. But this is him yesterday. This is at, at Fox News. I, I saw this. and it's, it's just unbelievable the stuff that this guy, Biden, is allowed to get away with and nobody cares he got some pushback on social media but here it is you know i've adopted the attitude of the great negro at the time pitcher in the negro leagues went on to become a great pitcher in the pros into the major league baseball after jackie robinson his name was satchel page so i mean that is potentially, right? I mean, just from talking a lot, maybe he was trying to say someone who, a player who played in the Negro Leagues, which is what they were called, but he said the great Negro at the time, Satchel Page. It's just, it's remarkable here to me to watch this stuff uh, happen in real time before our eyes. But that's Biden out there with his latest gaff as he's doing everything else to wreck and destroy this economy we've got inflation which you ever notice when when republicans are in office everything that happens is their fault of their president i mean if there's a shooting in a shopping center and i'm not you know condoning any of this but there's a shooting in a shopping center in tulsa oklahoma trump's fault trump's fault the starting starting point trump's fault if there is I mean, if gas is 302 in Memphis, Tennessee, Trump's fault. Trump's fault if he's president. When the left runs the White House or when they're in control of this country, it's they're never responsible for anything. I, I have read and subjected myself to so many excuses for what's going on in this country to protect Biden and the radical left. But folks, this is what happens every single time. 
this is there for anyone to see. And if you look, if you look, the left likes to say, oh, the economy does better when the president is a Democrat. Well, you have context matters. It's not just because a person is a Republican or a Democrat, but what are they doing, right? What are they doing in office? President's not pulling levers with the economy, but the president is setting a tone. The administration is either instilling confidence or in instilling fear into the economy. And folks, the media and the left know this. I mean, when let's say let's say Trump or some other Republican wins in 2024, not predicting it, but let's just say that it does. You know what happens. They start talking, they the media start talking about bubbles, housing bubble, banking bubble. Is this a bubble here? Oh man, when are we going to go into recession? This becomes the news narrative for months until they actually have an input impact on people's feet, uh, perception of what's going on in the economy. Meanwhile, you contrast that with what we have today with Joseph Biden and the radical left blowing this thing to smithereens, this economy, this country, in ways that, I, again, I contend that the only way the only way you're this bad is if it's deliberate because there is no way, no way in the world that any person with half a brain can do this much harm to something that was doing quite well whenever he took over a mere, what, 10 months ago now, whatever it is. There's just, there's just no conceivable, no conceivable way. So you look at this and you look at what the media is doing. They're not talking about the, the, the bad things happening in the economy. And to the extent that they do, they're blaming it on something else. They're blaming it. They'll blame it on COVID. But I'll say, who caused the problem with COVID? Folks, this is a government problem. We look at look down the horizon at labor shortages, at what's going to happen when, if and when these vaccine mandates actually get uh, kicked in. What could potentially happen to certain industries, whether that's air travel whether that's uh, military firehouses, I take your pick. This this could have repercussions down the line. Healthcare. It's it's really. Uh, I'm not a fear monger, <laughs> but it it's concerning. Let's say that it's concerning when you look at all these things that are basically lining up in such a way. Supply chain problem, open border. Problem in Afghanistan, stagflation, Bidenflation, inflation, whatever can go bad with the gas prices. People, of course, the media is telling us that's actually a good thing. In fact, you got leftists out there that think it's a wonderful thing because it causes people to drive less. And that's the first step towards moving people towards accepting climate change, radical climate change BS that they're pushing upon us. This, the legislation, the, the, Paris Climate Accord, all this sort of stuff um, to save the planet, right? To save the planet for man's role in increasing the temperature and melting the polar ice caps and we're going to flood ourselves and kill ourselves and all this sort of stuff, right? And so this is, the chaos is actually necessary um, for the radicals because what they do is they use that as a mechanism as a uh, as kind of an initiator for 
the radical ideas to be implemented and to be um, well, pushed on the American people, snuck in on the American people. I played a soundbite yesterday. One of Biden's nominees was it Amarova. Um, in fact, I talked with um, a gentleman today for the television show. That will air here in a couple weeks from the American Accountability Foundation. And they're the ones that releases this stuff. They're the ones that, that dig up and find this information. Uh, literally, we have Marxists. We have actual, literal Marxists that are being appointed. I'm not using figures of speech. I'm not taking anything out of context. I am talking out-and-out out defenders of communism and Marxism that are being pushed into American, in, into the Biden, or not accepted or welcomed into the Biden administration. And so you look at the, the scope of, of where we are as a country right, right, right now, which is not good. Now, I hope that you're doing well. I hope that, you know, people that, I hope individuals are doing well, but you look at what the country, the, the, the direction we're going and the things that are happening, the burden that's being placed upon the American people by because of decisions made by this administration and the radical left, and it's it's an overwhelming it's an overwhelming thing, right? It's 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 a lot to to take in, but they need the chaos, they need the disorder to give to to cause enough tension to get people to say this isn't working. Let's try something else. I told like, on the TV show today, which we'll do this next week, by the way, the story of Thanksgiving. I guess in two weeks. I'm I'm ahead of myself here, but we'll we'll tell that story. Rush used to tell it every Wednesday before Thanksgiving. We'll do we'll do the same thing to carry on that tradition. And it's a fantastic story. But the pilgrims, the pilgrims took the opportunity to replace basically socialism with free market capitalism, and they saw instantaneous results. And so likewise, although it's the polar opposite as far as which ideology we would be moving from and which ideology we would be moving towards and embracing, but the left wants us to do the same thing with capitalism. They want us to turn our back on it, think it doesn't work, think that it's racist or homophobic or unfair or evil or wicked and profits are wrong and all this sort of stuff. But I always wonder, where do they think the tax dollars come from? Tax dollars come from profits, right? I mean, ultimately, they come from money that's left over after you after a business is operate, you know, pays its operating expenses, and after people pay for their living expenses, the money that's left over, effectively, I'm overly simplifying this, but that's where the tax dollars come from. But they they demonize that, right? The, and that's their source, the government's source of, of livelihood. But this this is the direction that we're we're headed as a nation, and their <laughs> Marxism. I'm telling you. Marxism is an absolute and real threat on multiple levels in education and entertainment in sports. We got Kaepernick. Have you seen the stupid Kaepernick video comparing NFL players quite literally the way that they're inspected during the NFL combine, their wingspan, their vertical jump, comparing that to inspection of slaves before they were sold back in the days of slavery. And people think that that's brilliant and insightful. But, I mean, at some point, what do you even say to that? I mean, this is not even close to the same thing, right? I mean, 
You sign a contract, in many cases, for multiple millions of dollars. You do it willingly. You can walk away. You can not play. You don't have to do it. I mean, th- there's reasons that they're taking measurements and looking at vertical jumps and speed and reaction time and hands and all this sort of stuff. And it's not has nothing to do with, with one's race. It has everything to do with one's ability to perform on the football field and give another team, give the team that selects that person, a chance to win, the best chance that they know how to win a football game or same thing in the NBA. Anyway, but this this sort of you know insidious everywhere you look attack on on culture, attack on our system of government, kind of subtle promotion of Marxism is all around us. Is all around us, and sometimes it's not so subtle. Again, with this nominee, who's actually an open, she's she's running into trouble in the nomination process, but there's actual trouble, uh, or I'm sorry, actual open promotion of these folks. They're becoming more and more brazen, less and less concerned. It's less and less of a stigma to be called a Marxist, and Marxism is absolutely the opposite, the true polar opposite of what it means to be. American and someone who believes in freedom. But yet, yet they get people that believe in that ideology each and every day, morally bankrupt, though it may be. Quick time out here. When we get back, I want to talk a little bit. I've been thinking about this Rittenhouse trial for a little bit. I want to talk about that. In fact, I want to make some comparisons and to other things and just kind of talk about what's going on here. Play a soundbite possibly from Joy Reid from MSNBC, who is, in my estimation, nothing more than a thrower of the Molotov cocktail. She is just tossing hand grenades. Just to, I don't know if she's trying to get people to pay attention to her um, or if she is that deranged in her thinking. But nonetheless, uh, we'll go through some of these things that, that are out there. Everyone, it seems to me, in the mainstream media or CNN, MSNBC, all they see is everything is about race. Nothing is about truth or Right and wrong. Everything is so politically volatile right now. So we'll talk about some of those things, and in particular, the, I guess, how the Rittenhouse trial. Some of the things I've seen with that commentary, LeBron James is out there mocking an 18-year-old kid who's probably, well, we'll talk about that after the break. I got to take a break. Sit tight. Listen to the home of conservative, not better talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at MyPillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Well, 
Welcome back, my friends. By the way, program brought to you in part by our friends at Best in Sight Eye Care. Best in Sight Eye Care located, actually two convenient locations. One on the uh, south side of Indianapolis near the Beach Grove area. The other, actually we're more in the uh, New Pal area. Well, one's in New Pal, one's in Beach Grove, I should say. So two locations, Best in Sight Eye Care. Check them out online or give them a call at any one of their, uh, either one of their offices, 317-861-4100 is the one in New Pal, 317-861-4100, or visit them, Best in Sight Eye Care. Dot com. Be sure to tell them you heard about us, heard about them on the Todd Huff Show. So, remember, remember Michael Brown. Michael Brown, Ferguson, Missouri. You remember this, right? This is Officer Darren Wilson. This is the um, 18-year-old black male in Ferguson, Missouri. And I'm only, I'm only telling you that. I don't even like, look... I kind of play, you know, jokingly off the top said that about Biden, but how Biden wants to tell everyone what, you know, who's black and race matters and, and you know, all the identity politics. I, I don't look at it that way. I just think of us as people, right? I mean, people created in the image of the same God, and we all have some commonalities, and we all have things that are different about us, Right. And that's a good thing. And sometimes the difference is the color of our skin. Sometimes it's how tall we are, how big we are, how fast we are, how smart we are, any number of things. We're different, but yet we have a shared common humanity. And But to leftists, it's all about identity. So I like to mock it and, and sometimes uh, illustrate how absurd it is by pointing out some of the stupid things they say, which Biden said yesterday, the comment about Satchel Page, and, of course, the comments to uh, Charlemagne, the god, on the radio show. But anyhow, let's let's kind of bring in some, some memories and some facts of things that have happened in the past. Michael Brown was the 18-year-old in Ferguson, Missouri, who, uh, what I want to say, he committed a strong arm robbery in a local convenience store, basically taking something by force and having a physical altercation with the person. I don't know if the person was the owner or the person uh, was an employee working behind the counter. And so that individual called police. They were looking for an individual that matched Michael Brown's description. Michael Brown was is big, was big. He, I mean, a big, tall, I think he was, I think he was 300 plus pounds. So, Officer Wilson saw a person matching that description not far from the scene of the alleged crime. Stops Michael Brown. We're told, right, we're told a bunch of stuff that was not true. In fact, Eric Holder, the radical, insane leftist Eric Holder, as far left on the political spectrum as you can possibly imagine, Eric Holder, his FBI after doing an extensive investigation, found that the things that we were told at the beginning of this, the things that inflamed tensions in Ferguson, Missouri, were not true. The narrative that said, hands up, don't shoot. Remember that? Officer Wilson 
um, drew his, this, what was what we were told was Officer Wilson drew his gun. Michael Brown put up his hands, hands up, don't shoot, and Officer Wilson just emptied the chamber into him. That's what we were told from a distance. In fact, I think at one point the story was shot him in the back even. But as the facts came out, and this is why I don't like commenting on something that happened last night, it is foolishness. There's, we just don't know what really happened, right? Now, sometimes it's obvious uh, what's, what's going on. Um, sometimes it's obvious the politics of a situation, like I'll mention the January 6th stuff for a moment, since that's headlines at CNN and MSNBC. Not this absolute disaster of a mess that we're in because of Biden and the radical left. But anyway, that, that was the narrative with Michael Brown, right? Michael Brown, hands up, don't shoot. You know, this, uh, the narrative was white cop kills black kid, right? And that was a term that was used. He was just a kid. And I'm not suggesting he wasn't uh, a kid. He, I mean, he's right there on the precipice. He's, he's 18. He's an adult, but he's still a kid. I'm, I'm not denying that. But as I was thinking about that, and I started thinking about how the Kyle Rittenhouse trial and how Kyle Rittenhouse himself has been covered in the media. I mean, at the time of the shooting, when Kyle Rittenhouse shot three people, uh, three people in Kenosha, killing two of them, which he was there... Um, he went there, I believe, to offer medical help to people that were in the riots, and he took weapons because there was was violence. It should be pointed out, I think, fairly so, that Kyle Rittenhouse didn't cause all the violence. In fact, the violence could actually kind of be traced back to what we were, I mean, in, in an indirect way, but the movement to George Zimmerman, right? George Zimmerman. Um, Trayvon Martin, that was Trayvon Martin, and Michael Brown were two of the first Black Lives Matter, hands up, don't shoot stuff. That's that's where this movement got its traction. And they perpetrated things that were factually incorrect and that inflamed a situation and that caused more violence within a city and that caused looting and fires and other shots and in some cases other people died. Right. And allegedly. Right. I mean, this is what I've uh, what I've seen through reports, um, you know, articles and so forth from there's people that have that were that died at some of these. During some of this violence, riots, it's not it's not protests. Some of these some of them are protests, but some of them are riots. And maybe it's time for me to do when a protest becomes a riot again. I can do that if necessary. But there's a difference between a protest and a riot. You find yourself wondering which one you're at. Um, I've got some a little checklist I can share with you. But the point is, the point is the way in which this is framed in the media, the way it's talked about by people like Joy Reid, and I want to pr- play the soundbite from her, the things she says about Kyle Rittenhouse and how she interjects race. This has nothing to do with race. Uh, other than the fact he went to places where Black Lives Matter was causing riots, right? The people he shot were not black. They were not black. He was, he is white. But she makes it about, <clears throat> she's making the entire issue about his his race. And I didn't hear stories or see pictures of Kyle Rittenhouse when he was 14 years old or 
eight years old or five years old learning to ride a bike or anything. They show Kyle Rittenhouse with his uh, with his weapon, right? His gun, which they'll call an assault weapon and all this sort of stuff. This is how this stuff is done in the media. They act as though it's innocent and that they're not really spinning the narrative, but they absolutely are. Michael Brown was a child. Kyle Rittenhouse, we never even heard that he was younger than Michael Brown. Kyle Rittenhouse did not just commit a crime prior to this alleged shooting, which the jury is, the the, the defense is rested. They're going to reconvene, as I understand, on Monday. But he's not been convicted of a crime. Michael Brown, there's video evidence of him committing the strong-arm robbery. I mean, there's so many differences here. And for the left to get every one of these things wrong, right? They wanted to they wanted to basically convict Kyle Rittenhouse just because they were tired of um, you know, shootings, I guess, this type of shooting. Um, not the shootings in Chicago for some reason. But they're ready to convict Kyle Rittenhouse at the mo- at a moment's notice, but they're not ready they don't, they're bl- turning a blind eye to all the reasons and rationale that Officer Wilson shot Michael Brown. Michael Brown was actually in the car trying to get the gun away from the officer. He was shot at a close range. I mean, the, the narrative that we were told from Michael Brown was completely false, yet he's still treated as though he's some sort of victim. And Kyle Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse is treated like he's the criminal, and that the people he shot were just innocent victims. I mean, it is bizarre, right? It is, it's predictable, but it's still bizarre. And one of the folks he shot was a person that I, I know at least one was a criminal. I'd been, and again, there's no reason to shoot someone just because they're a criminal. I'm just saying there's a history there, and there's a video there to go along with the history, but yet the Kyle Rittenhouse situation is covered much more differently. And I want to play this soundbite from Joy Reid. What an absolute despicable disaster. I am really long. Quick timeout. Listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. back my friends so i told you i don't have much time this segment actually i just got a tiny bit of time because i went really long last segment but um i want to play this i'm gonna go ahead and do this 
going to get right to it. This is Joy Reid. Now, some of the stuff we've discussed, we discussed yesterday with the Rittenhouse trial. We talked about this prosecutor getting in trouble. And just keep in mind, as she she acts totally shocked that the judge would go after the prosecutor because I guess he's the prosecutor and they're off limits. Like, who would even think about it? Just remember how incessantly they went after President Trump. Right? And I, by the way, I'm not saying that you shouldn't hold someone accountable or go after them, I guess, depending on what you mean by go after them. I mean, to hold them accountable, but not to personally destroy them or <laughs> threaten them as as we've seen happen to Trump but in his family. But I'm not saying that people should be you know insulated from that. But she, it's just remarkable how blinded they are to their own hypocrisy and double standard. I mean, it really is something to behold. So this is her little – now she has a guest on here talking about this. But this is her little rant regarding Kyle Rittenhouse. During cross-examination, Judge Schrader berated the prosecutor, at times yelling at him, for questioning Rittenhouse about whether it was appropriate to use deadly force to protect property. The judge then accused the lead prosecutor, Thomas Binger, of improperly trying to introduce testimony. An hour later, the defense requested a mistrial with prejudice, meaning no retrial, claiming that the prosecution was attempting to promote, provoke a mistrial. Now stop, judge stop took a minute here. Judge Schrader stop berated the prosecutor. Why is that starting over? She literally, one of the things that this prosecutor had done, the prosecutor. Questioning Rittenhouse. one of the things this prosecutor had done was question why Rittenhouse did not um, answer questions. And that is not, that's off limits. We have a right to refuse to answer questions that could be incriminating. We have a right to remain silent. I mean, this is pretty basic stuff here. I don't know what Joy Reid's problem is here, but I'm going to let her continue. Here it is. Prosecution was attempting to promote, provoke a mistrial. The judge took it under advisement after admonishing the prosecution once again. Joining me now is Paul Butler, former federal prosecutor and Georgetown law professor. Paul, I feel like I, I was having flashbacks to the George Zimmerman trial, right? I mean, everything from Kyle Rittenhouse using sort of cop speak about trying to stop the threat, saying this sort of really dramatic thing that the person he shot supposedly really said that dramatic. sounded like a gangster movie, you know. And then this whole about? thing of, you know, he, the whole breaking down and dry heaving in court. That was one thing that we didn't see from Zimmerman. But, you know, making himself the victim and sort of making he, himself seem more innocent, which oh the Zimmerman heavens trial also featured if he's not guilty and the folks, judge he is the was sort of almost like it was his dad <laughs> like you know I, I i don't think i've ever i mean since the zimmerman trial i haven't seen anything like it but it, it feels very similar to me delusional. what did you see today? delusional is what i just heard you so say today the jurors saw what must be the greatest performance of kyle rittenhouse's life he was well prepared by his defense attorneys to disrupt his image as a trigger Happy Vigilante, happy. who went on a shooting rampage shooting at a Black rampage. Lives Matter protest. On the stand, he was polite and deliberate. When Rittenhouse got emotional, it may have come across to the jury as a genuine expression of Can't remorse. Or, on the other hand, 
Maybe it was crocodile tears designed to elicit sympathy. That's but them hoping, by the with way. the help of the judge, Rittenhouse <laughs> did avoid most of the risks that defendants incur when they take the stand. He probably advanced his own defense in front of the jury. All right, so there you go. Whatever you want to make of that, I don't know. I, I just I compare and contrast this with other, other things. You know, Michael Brown, George Zimmerman, she even brought up. H- how can you be? How can you be this wrong on so many things and still have a show? I, maybe no one watches it. I mean, no one watches those channels, but it is, it is unbelievable. And the, to hear the way that she described what happens is beyond it is so far beyond look i i am what i want to say i i am somebody who um i'm not trying to be someone who just tells both sides of the story here this isn't i'm not a news anchor i'm someone who's telling using news stories to talk to you about things that are important to try to navigate these issues and to properly know how to deal with them that's what i want to do now i'm still fair if someone i disagree with is saying so i even earlier in the program said maybe biden just had a slip of the tongue when he called satchel page a negro because he was trying to say the negro league i think that's at least a possibility but she is totally misrepresenting <laughs> what happened here i mean the prosecution got excoriated because they called into question the defendant's constitutional right to not answer a question, to remain silent. And they made the jury think that maybe that implied guilt, and you are absolutely not allowed to do that. Not allowed. Can't do that. But yet, she doesn't understand that. I, words escape me to describe this sort of analysis. Anyway, it does most times. I listen to sound bites from Joy Reid. Quick time out. Back in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TODD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TODD. Welcome back. Really quickly here, I want to say this. I didn't read the headline of... I guess uh, the link to the to that Joy Reid sound bite that clip I played last segment. <laughs> oh my gosh! Headline: Kyle Rittenhouse's white crocodile tears, referring to him getting upset on the stand. I saw LeBron James call him out for this too because they didn't see tears. I guess they didn't think it was real. He's eighteen. I mean, can you imagine? I 
after watching the video and what I'm familiar with, again, I, I don't know all the details, but if you shoot somebody, even if it's justifiable, you still have regret. You don't, I can imagine you wouldn't want to be put in that position. And they're mocking this kid, literally mocking this kid. All Joy Reid sees is Kyle Rittenhouse is white. That's all she sees. So her narrative is if he was black, he would have gotten shot. If he was Arab, I saw someone say this. If he was, he was Arab, he would be in Guantanamo. I mean, really? Th- this is beyond stupid to me. And, I, and my question is, who are the racists at this point, right? Who are the people who are racist when they look at this Kyle Rittenhouse trial and the headline is Kyle Rittenhouse's white crocodiles? What hold value in court? What? Where does that even come from? I mean, to to live in Joy Reid's world, she must be absolutely miserable. I, I don't even know the amount of what it would take. What would it take to where that is your conclusion from all this? I, it's just bizarre to me. Why can't we just look at the the case and try to be fair and understanding to someone who's clearly clearly didn't want what happened to happen. I mean, if you watch the video, he waited to the as long as possible to fire the weapon folks. In fact, they got very very close. Anyway, stupid crap that we have to listen to and be subjected to in the mainstream media by the likes of hacks like Joy Reid. Quick time out back in just a minute. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at my pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Welcome back, my friends. Just waning moments of the program for this week, but I want to say, uh, share something else here really quickly. Remember when we took all the flack, we conservatives and so forth, for saying that the National School Board Association's letter uh, to um, well, the Biden, I should, or that, that letter asking the FBI, they wrote a letter to the Biden administration asking the FBI to investigate parents. It's now being reported that the White House was actively engaged with the National School Board Association before it sent the letter to the Biden administration asking for the FBI to investigate outspoken parents. It's not shocking. It really isn't. Just the way this stuff plays out. I got to go. Have a great weekend. SDG, see you Monday. Take care.
My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD.